Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas, building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet, cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a family moved to Napa and created one of the largest private wineries in the world. Mailsploit lets hackers forge perfect email spoofs by Andy Greenberg. Pretending to be someone you're not in an email has never been quite hard enough. Hence, phishing, that eternal scourge of internet security. But now one researcher has dug up a new collection of bugs in email programs that in many cases strip away even the existing imperfect protections against email impersonation, allowing anyone to undetectably spoof a message with no hint at all to the recipient. On Tuesday, security researcher and programmer Sabri Hadouche revealed Mailsploit, an array of methods for spoofing email in more than a dozen common email clients, including Apple Mail for iOS and macOS, Mozilla's Thunderbird, Microsoft Mail, and Outlook 2016, as well as a long list of less common clients, including Opera Mail, AirMail, Spark, Gorilla Mail, and AOL Mail. By combining the bugs in those email clients with quirks in how operating systems handle certain kinds of text, Hadoosh was able to craft email headers that, to the recipient, give every indication of having been sent from whatever address the fraudster chooses. The potential for phishing schemes is enormous. A demo Hadoosh has made available on his website describing the mailsploit attack lets anyone send emails from any address they choose. Think POTUS at whitehouse.gov, tcook at apple.com, john.podestra at gmail.com, or any other corporate executive, politician, friend, family member, or associate that might trick someone into giving up their secrets. Thanks to Mailsploit's tricks, no amount of scrutiny in the email client can reveal the fakery. This makes these spoofed emails virtually unstoppable at this point in time, writes Hadouche, who works as a developer for secure messaging service Wire. 
Email spoofing is a hacker trick as old as email itself. But over the years, administrators of email servers have increasingly adopted authentication systems, most recently one known as domain-based message authentication, reporting and conformance, which blocks spoofed emails by carefully filtering out those whose headers pretend to come from a different source than the server that sent them. Partly as a result, phishers today generally have to use fake domains. That's the part of the email address after the at that resemble real ones or cram real-looking domains into the name field of their email. Either case is fairly easy to spot if you're careful to hover over or click on the from field of any suspicious-looking email. But Mailsploit's tricks defeat DMARC by exploiting how email servers handle text data differently than desktop and mobile operating systems. By crafting email headers to take advantage of flawed implementation of a 25-year-old system for coding ASCII two characters in email headers, known as RFC 1342, and the idiosyncrasies of how Windows, Android, iOS, and macOS handle text, Hadoosh has shown that he can trick email servers into reading email headers one way, while email client programs read them differently. The cleverness of this attack is that everything comes from the right source from the perspective of the mail server, but at the moment it's displayed to the user, it comes from someone else says Dan Kaminsky, a protocol-focused security researcher and chief scientist at cybersecurity firm White Ops. The authentication system for the server sees one thing, the authentication system for humans, he says, sees another. Hadoosh says he contacted all of the affected firms months ago to warn them about the vulnerabilities he's found. Yahoo Mail, Proton Mail, and Hushmail have already fixed their bugs, while Apple and Microsoft have told Hadoosh that they're working on a fix, he says. Most other affected services haven't responded, Hadoosh says. Mozilla and Opera, meanwhile, both say they don't plan to fix their mailsploit bugs, instead describing them as server-side problems. And that response may be more than just a lazy dodge. Hadoosh tells Wired that email providers and firewalls can also be set to filter out his attack, even if email clients remain vulnerable. Beyond the specific bugs Mailsploit highlights, Hadoosh's research points to a more fundamental problem with email authentication, says Kaminsky. Security add-ons for emails, like DMARC, were designed to stop spam, not targeted spoofing, he points out. The fact that its whitelisting function also prevents most spoofing is almost an accident, he argues, and one that actually guarantees an email comes from who it appears to come from. This is all part of the goop of email being a 90s protocol before security was a big deal, Kaminsky says. The system that accidentally prevents you from pretending to be the president of the U.S. is good enough for spam protection, but it's not good enough for phishing protection. Hadoosh recommends that users stay tuned for more security updates to their email clients to fix the mailsploit bugs, and that they consider switching in general to secure messengers like Wire, WhatsApp, or Signal, 
which use more robust authentication mechanisms. And in the meantime, it's always wise to treat emails with caution. Before opening an attachment or even clicking a link, it's worth reaching out to the person via another channel for confirmation the message comes from who it claims to come from. And if you do get a message from POTUS at whitehouse.gov, don't give him your PayPal password. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how this family created one of the largest private wineries in the world right now. We started making wine in 1948, one bottle at a time. Today, we produce nearly 20 million cases a year. Chubb has helped us grow for the past 30 years. They helped us prevent equipment problems during harvest and provided guidance when we started exporting internationally. Now we're working with them on cybersecurity. My grandfather taught me to make a wine that over-delivers. Chubb over-delivers. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.